Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So yesterday at the annual conference of Defense Associations Institute in Ottawa, Canada's former Vice Chief of the Defense Staff and Commander of the Royal Canadian Navy, Vice Admiral Mark Norman warned, we are not taking defense and security seriously in this country, and our way of life is in jeopardy as a result. Vice Admiral Mark Norman joins us on The Roy Green Show. Admiral Norman, thank you. It's always an honor to speak with you. Yeah, well, good afternoon, Roy, and thank you for your continued interest in this really important subject. Yeah, I, I read your speech, and it's um, it really it really gave me a chill because it speaks to what we need to do in this country to be able to maintain the way of life we've become so accustomed to. And you write that our way of life is in jeopardy because we don't take defense and security seriously. So we're seriously exposed to foreign powers, then, Admiral, with potentially ill intent for this country, yes? Well, exactly. And, and you know, that was one of the key messages I was trying to communicate. And and it we are vulnerable. And that one of the challenges is that when people think of uh, defense and security, they think of it in, in a traditional physical sense where the conversation is often related to, well, you know, nobody's going to invade Canada. And that's probably a valid statement. But what we're seeing as the world becomes more interconnected and more complicated, notwithstanding, you know, the, the threat of a potential attack, which I think is limited in our situation, it's the broader impacts of everything else that's going on. And we only need to look at the events of the last couple of years to see how things that are not directly targeted towards us in Canada have a significant impact. Imagine if somebody was trying to target us, even in a non-physical way, and manipulate our way of life and manipulate our economy and manipulate our uh, elections, as has been in the news. I mean, these are these are legitimate concerns, and and I'm just I'm very very um, disappointed that uh, we're not having the right conversations in this country because I I think we are in jeopardy as this goes forward. And you made a made it a point to say it's not just this government; it's been a series of governments which have adopted this particular approach. You also said, and I quote from your speech: "I genuinely believe." that the global security situation has fundamentally changed in the past few years, and our complacency in approaching defense and security has severely undermined our credibility as a nation. Could you speak to that, please? Yeah, well, sadly, um, you know, one of the key pillars of of Canada's defense uh, strategy, if I can call it that, has been... um, the participation in, in alliances such as NORAD, such as NATO, um, and, and other um, examples uh, around the world. And, and this, this is all about um, sort of a, a mutual uh, sense of support, um, looking after your friend and your neighbor. And what is happening, and it, it's been happening seriously over the last few years, but it, it, we've been on a glide slope for a while, is that... Um, a lot of our friends and neighbors are not convinced that we're actually taking this seriously. Um, and they're very concerned that we are not necessarily um, doing what we should be doing, whether it's defense spending, whether it's broader security, um, whether it's cyber, whether pick, pick one, it doesn't really matter, but the trend is negative 
and um, our, our friends and neighbors are, are losing confidence in us. And as a result, we're being left out of important conversations. And I point to the emerging conversations around Asia-Pacific security, um, where we have um, the Quad and we have uh, AUKUS most recently. These are, these are activities where Canada is, is visibly absent, and that should be of concern to Canadians. Admiral Norman, you, uh, in the address, used the word resilience several times. What's the context? Yeah, so this, this is, uh, I don't take credit for this, um, and, and, but it is an emerging theme. And uh, I, I was recently uh, in NATO headquarters doing a visit a couple of weeks ago, and this is where it really started to resonate with me. So the concept here is that um, across a variety of um, uh, areas, domains, um, security, defense, economic, um, the, the notion that, that we, we don't really have the depth. Resilience really refers to depth, endurance. Think of it as a bench strength in a sports analogy for your listeners. So, you know, we might be able to put one line on the ice, but, you know, they're going to run out of gas pretty quickly and uh, we're not going to be able to play the full game, if you want to carry that uh, analogy to, to its full extension. And that's the idea of resilience. And we saw this, um, Roy, in the pandemic, where we had no resilience. Uh, our, our healthcare system was uh, woefully lacking the necessary resilience. We didn't have the right stockpiles of equipment. We didn't have our own domestic vaccination capability. And now we're seeing that play out in other areas, supply chain issues. Um, the production of semiconductors. I mean, semiconductors are becoming probably uh, one of the most valuable strategic resources in the global economy right now. And, and these, are, these are very powerful examples across a variety of different domains with respect to resilience. And I might add, um, you know, as a, 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 another frustration that many of your listeners, are, I'm sure, will share, energy resilience. Um, and we're seeing this globally with respect to the issues playing out um, in Europe uh, because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, the reliance on Russian energy. Um, and here we are in Canada. Um, we don't have energy resilience in our own country, um, even though we are one of the largest producers of um, fossil fuels in the world. So these are sadly, uh, a variety of different examples of the concept of resilience, and it relates directly to security and defense uh, as we go forward in this very complicated and challenging world. Admiral, we have about a, a minute left. There's no time to waste uh, in getting this a new approach for Canada on track, yes? Well, that's right. And, and you know, it's not just about money. Money, money is, is the easy answer. This is about changing the way we deal with this. And I fundamentally believe we have to take security and defense out of the hands, not so much of the political leadership, but out of the political um, agenda of, of the day and raise it above that, where all parties agree uh, on the importance of these issues. The budgets for security and defense activities across the board are anchored into um, the, the financial framework. They're not subject to the whims of an annual budgeting cycle and that Canadians can rest assured that of all the things that they have to worry about, their own security and defense are not on that list. 
um, because it's being properly addressed through some robust mechanisms that look beyond just the next election cycle. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.